Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. For more information and to donate online, go to 3cr.org.au. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Welcome to Out of the Blue. It is Sunday, the 8th of December, 17 days until Christmas, even though it feels like we've had Christmas up since Halloween. Today, you could be listening to us online, digital radio podcast, or live on 855 AM. Before we start, I would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land from which we are broadcasting and pay respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Today's show, we are going to be talking about all things sustainability in the lead up to Christmas and how we can reduce our impact on the environment. Wondering how you pay your donation to the 3CR Radiothon? Well, you can do so online at www.3cr.org.au or call us with your credit card details on 0394198377. You can also come into the station at 21 Smith Street Fitzroy during office hours and pay by cash, cheque or FPOS or simply post your cheque or money order to PO Box 1277 Collingwood 3066 and be sure to tell us which program you'd like your donation to go to. I'm Philippe Cousteau from Earth Echo International, and you're listening to Out of the Blue, 855 AM, 3CR's Marine and Ocean News Program. As always, thank you so much, Philippe. Now, my usual co-star, Erin, is unfortunately unable to join us today. He's a little bit under the weather. So I've been joined by James, our newest member. Welcome. Hello. How are you enjoying it so far? Well, I've only done one show so far, <laughs> so this is my second. Okay, well, that's all right. How does it compare so far? Uh, it's going really well. The first eight seconds have been amazing. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Well, today we're going to be talking about all things sustainability in the lead up to Christmas because I feel like we only recently had, what was it, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, yep. just over-consumption of stuff. Yeah. Like, everyone's just like, oh, it's cheap. I'm like, that doesn't mean you need it. Yeah, and now everyone's out Christmas shopping, which means, you know, just insane amounts of sales and gift wrap. Oh, and plastic bags that and you're carrying bags. it in so yep. you can advertise where you've shopped. Exactly. So I guess the first thing I wanted to cover today was the overconsumption of food. Yeah. Um, only because I know my family is looking at what we're going to do on Christmas Day and 
the sheer amount of food is overwhelming. It is, isn't it? Um, and my brothers do usually like to consume a prawn or two on mm. the Barbie on Christmas Day. Yes, but you've already made a pretty like major ethical choice not to eat seafood, haven't you, Heather? I have. So I didn't really eat it as a kid. I yeah. don't know why. And then as an adult, because I hadn't eaten it as a kid, the taste was just not really there. And then I scuba dive with it and I'd feel mm. bad if I then ate it. Yeah, fish are so beautiful, aren't they? They like, really are. See, I have this dilemma. So I've made the ethical choice not to eat red meat, but I still eat seafood. And okay. um, the other day, like, same problem, ordering massive amounts of food for Christmas. I yep. ordered a huge slab of salmon, mm-hmm. Atlantic salmon, farmed okay. Atlantic salmon. Okay, so yep. I've so you've made put myself choices in there. a I've yep. put myself in a major ethical quandary. But I like you. I, f- I also love fish as animals. So there's always that kind of slight, like, oh. Like, these are really beautiful creatures that have amazing lives, yep. but I'm still going to eat them. Um, but I do rule out octopus. We'll not eat octopus. Ah, yeah. okay. So why octopus? I just feel like, you know, I've made a, you know, we all draw ethical lines and I've made the, the line, put the line around intelligence, which is, you know, Ooh, one way of doing it. Okay, yeah. It's not, it's not the only way. It's not the way you necessarily should do it. But I just feel like we know octopi are so octopodes. I don't know. What's the plural? I think it's octopus. I don't know. It seems to change. <laughs> it does change. <laughs> <laughs> They're so intelligent and they have such uh, complex social lives. So, so just... where does that fit with their cousin, the squid? Don't eat squid either. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, there all, you go. all uh, cephalopods are off the table. Because I feel like it's going to be it a lot of prawns being consumed, a lot there of calamari lot of this exactly. Christmas. Yeah. 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 So. Yes, I mean, I mean, finding sustainable seafood is pretty tricky at the best of times, but uh, and I feel Christmas... like it's changing too. Sometimes we're like, okay, this seafood is great, it's sustainable, yep. it's being fished in a really yep. good way, but in a couple of years' time, they're like, no, you can't eat this one anymore because it was sustainable, but now it's not, which makes you go, well, was it really sustainable in the first place? Exactly. So if yeah, suddenly like, it's changed. <laughs> well, with the salmon, for instance, like we people, I mean, dietitians encourage us to eat salmon because yes. it's so nutritious. But um, in recent times, you know, um, we've realised that farmed salmon is not great. Yeah. Um, mainly because of pollution, but also because of the feed. So, like, yes. in Tasmania, they're finding deoxygenated zones around fish farms and things like that. So, this morning, when I was doing research for the show, after I had ordered my huge <laughs> slab of salmon, yes. I noticed that the Australian Marine um, Conservation Society had kind of red-listed farmed Atlantic salmon. Oh, so, okay. it's, not, it's not ideal. Yeah. So, for anyone out there who does want to try and find the right seafood for Christmas and hasn't done the Christmas shopping yet, um, there is the Good Fish website. So it's goodfish.org.au and it has the sustainable seafood guide. So it can show you what sort of fish they say are sustainable and they give them a really simple rating. It's a traffic light system. Red is no, green is yes, orange is maybe reconsider. Um, and it does cover a lot of different species, but I find one of the problems is, for example, if you go to the Vic Market, yes, and exactly. you've got a plethora of fish in front of you, and I'm like, ah, oh, that's not what I call that fish, I call it something else. So suddenly you've got the problem with common names and trying to work out which fish is which and whether it matches with your guide and whether it's sustainable and whether it's not and whether it was caught in the wild and was it caught in a net? Was it caught on a fishing line? Was it caught overseas? Oh, has it's, it been frozen? Is it fresh? Exactly. It's a total nightmare, isn't it? And it you mean, really I mean, you really, you, You're at that point where you just you really just have to talk to the, the, um, the seller at the markets, whereas yeah. like in the supermarket you can rely on 
the blue tick, so the blue tick yes. by the Marine Stewardship Council exactly. is the global benchmark for this sort of thing. Um, it's a really easy way to tell that your seafood is sustainable. But at the markets or other places, you're really relying on wandering in there with your own knowledge and yeah. having a chat to the to the marketers. And asking the right questions. Exactly, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And it can be things too, like, for example, you might want, I don't know, scallops. Yes. And so you're like, okay, yep, scallops. Okay, yep, they look great. They might be sustainable. I don't know. I don't eat seafood. Um, <laughs> but you've then got to look at where they were caught because populations in one place might be sustainable but other places may not be. Mm. And that's just a minefield as well. Yeah, that's exactly right. So if if you are thinking about seafood prism, and we're not saying don't do it because I'm sure it's delicious. And, you know, uh, look, Australia's really too hot to have a roast uh, turkey. So. Oh, I know. <laughs> it's ridiculous, isn't it? But something you might want to do is start planning early. Don't leave it until the last second where you're like, I don't know what I'm getting. I'm just going to grab whatever's on the shelf. Like do some research, sit down, have a think about it. If you're preparing food for a family, ask who is going to eat that seafood. There is no need to purchase a huge amount, assuming everybody's going to eat it, only to find out that half the people won't consume it. Yeah, which is a great rule for Christmas planning in general. Actually go around and think about how many people, what they actually like to eat. Yeah, exactly. No point ordering a ham if you've got like five vegetarians at the table. <laughs> yeah, it's not really going to work. <laughs> doesn't really sit the right tone for uh, for Christmas. So things like my dad loves to go to the Vic Market to get seafood and he gets flathead tails quite regularly because I told him they're okay. I haven't actually checked their update. They may not be okay anymore. I, I don't they know. they are okay. They're still it's okay? Right. Yeah. Okay. And he'll cook them up and he's like, oh, I've got flathead tails. I'm like, oh, that's really good. And he's like, you're going to have some? I'm like, dad, don't don't eat seafood. <laughs> he's like, you can try them? I'm like, oh. Isn't it funny I'll how try parents it, but no. can really struggle to remember <laughs> dietary choices yes. that you've made since you were like very little? Yeah. And like <laughs> they used to get tuna into me every so often when I was little, mm. but it had to be in a tuna patty mm-hmm. and I was really eating it for the potato. Yes, like, of course. Love yes. the potato. Um but, yeah, it's things like that and making sure that those at your Christmas are going to consume it because if you're having to throw out a whole lot, not only have you wasted your money, but you've wasted that animal resource and you've used something that could have been sustainable. And now if you throw it out, you haven't really used it in a sustainable way. No, that's right. We leave, we waste so much at the best of times, but Christmas uh, is an absolute nightmare for And I understand of- that people do leftovers. I mean, that's great, but... Well, You get to a point with seafood where you're like, I don't know how many days later I should be eating this. Very true. So, yes, I've ordered, I have, I'm going to keep talking about the enormous piece of salmon (laughs) that I've ordered. How big are we talking (laughs) here? Well, it's a full side. Okay. So, it could be up to two kilos, which is a lot of salmon. Okay, yeah. Yeah, but I do love cooking with leftover salmon. So, I have about five leftover salmon recipes that I Oh, well, really that's all right then. So you're make. planning ahead uh, very for much any so, potential yeah, we've got the We've got the, the side just for the, the roast, the main meat on Christmas Day. And then for the days after, it's just going to be a salmon feast. <laughs> I'm going to have to invite people over. <laughs> you need to make it a tradition now. Yeah. Like salmon fest. Yeah. It's the like salmon, the days the week after of Christmas. Salmon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we are going to go to a quick song and then we're going to talk about sustainable gifts and how we can look at reducing our packaging, again, reducing the overconsumption. And I've decided to go with a classic Christmas song. We're going to go with Last Christmas by Wham.
city of Stonington presents Christmas at Central Park in Malvern East. Gather the family, pack a picnic and prepare for festive fun at Central Park's Christmas concert. Enjoy performances by pop rock star Ella Hooper, the Stonington City Brass Band and more special guests, followed by a spectacular fireworks display. Christmas at Central Park in Malvern East, Sunday 8th of December 7.30pm. Visit the City of Stonington website for details. A 3CR supporter. Well, welcome back to Out of the Blue. You are listening to us on 3CR 855 AM. We've been talking about all things sustainability for Christmas, looking at the sort of sustainable food that we could be serving on Christmas Day, and now we're thinking about gifts because we've just had Black Friday, Cyber Monday, come and buy stuff because it's on sale and cheap and we want you into the shopping centres. But seriously, how much money do we have to spend on gifts? I am actually a little bit anti-gifts in general. Nice. Yeah, so I, um, my partner's family does... It was really into gifts, but um, I've sort of kind of lobbied a little bit for um, re- reduced gifting. So now we just do like one gift for one family member each. Ah, that kind of thing. we're so, trialing that this year. Yeah, I'm really, interested to see how it goes. Really good. Um, but I, I have to say, I'm anti gifts in general for adults, but when you have kids in the family, like oh, it's a lot of fun. Watching buying their gift. eyes light up when they get yeah, a gift. Exactly. Yeah. So. So I, I mean, the first thing I think of when I think of Christmas shopping is one, I can never find a parking spot and I drive around forever and people are angry, so angry. And then the number of bags that people are walking around with, they're shopping bags and they've got bags from this store and bags from that store. And okay, some of them are paper, but there's so much plastic. And they're really just walking advertisements. Exactly. I mean, you don't need to participate in that. No, and like last Christmas, I took my reusable bags because that's what I like to do if I'm going shopping. Mm. And I remember at one shop I said to the lady, oh, no, I don't need a plastic bag. I've got my reusable bags. I'm trying to reduce my plastic. And she goes, oh, that's so cute. And I was like, wow, patronising much? Like, how do I respond to that? Yeah, I know. I was just just like, oh, thank you. (laughs) Just don't give you a bag. Yeah. And then she still went to put something in the bag. I'm like, no, no, remember, no bag. Oh, yes, no, sorry. I'm like, it's just, it's... It's what people do. And there's a lot of very annoying gift wrapping that goes with the bags around yes. this time of year. And sometimes just in general. Like, do we really need all the tissue paper? Uh, <laughs> it makes me think boxes. of love, actually. It does make me think of love, actually, too. <laughs> when Rowan Atkinson's putting in the holly and the yep. lavender and everything else is going into that packaging. <laughs> yes, exactly. So some of the sustainable gifts I feel that people can do. And it doesn't you know, have to be, you know a sustainable drink bottle or a sustainable coffee cup or that sort of stuff. I think we really need to get people out in nature again. That's a great idea. People are so busy and nobody takes the time to go out. So if you've got... Pay them to go. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yes, you can do experiences. Um, Or if there's young kids in the family, give them a snorkel set. Yeah, great idea. Get into the water. There's so much good stuff here in Melbourne. Yes, it's cold. But it will warm up. Get them a wetsuit. Yes, wetsuit <laughs> one year and then snorkel kit the next year yep. or discuss it as a family. Maybe grandma and grandpa can get the snorkel stuff. And Exactly. Yeah, just what getting out idea. and experiencing more things as a family. Get them a fish a guidebook. Yes, for, for an old kid, books. definitely. Yep. I used to love that as a kid. Yeah. All I wanted for Christmas were field guides. 
That is so great. Yeah. <laughs> so what did you go out like the next day, like Boxing Day? Were you out there trying to ID stuff? Oh, I was just doing it all the time in general, <laughs> but I went out more informed after the, the okay, on Boxing yeah, Day. Yeah, <laughs> nice. So there are plenty of places here in Victoria to go to. We've talked about them so much on the show. They don't have to be far from the city. I mean, you can go to Black Rock or Ricketts Point and it's so close to the city and there is amazing stuff to be found there. If you've got really, really little kids, maybe just focus on finding lots of different shells. Maybe a shell book. A shell book for would IDs. be amazing. Or a rock pool book. You don't have to be able to read for that. If they've mm-hmm. got great pictures, you can involve, you know, three and four year olds in that. Mm-hmm. If you're looking at more sustainable based gifts, I always like to give experiences. So things like, um, actually, I. I could no. I'm not going to say what I'm getting my family this year. It is an experience. (laughs) No, they could be listening. Even though mum and dad forget when I'm on. Um, A family-based experience. So a couple Mm -hmm. of years ago, we did an escape room. Amazing. Not marine related, but there was no rubbish involved. Yeah, exactly. And we didn't escape. It was terrible. (laughs) (laughs) We all got in the room and just dispersed. I'm like, oh, this is not going to work. No teamwork. (laughs) little bits here and there, but then we got fixated on some things. I was like, oh, that isn't even included in the clue that we need. But even if it was just, you know, a family picnic at the beach. Exactly, yeah. I mean, use the opportunity between Christmas and New Year's when most people... I know it's very hectic out there in the country at this time of year. Everyone's going out camping, but it is a great time to go and see some of Victoria. Get them a fish tour, get them a a seabird watching tour. Go on the ferry. Go on the, the ferry, ferry from Queenscliff. Yep. I mean, you can see so much on the ferry. The dolphins yep. apparently love it. Riding in the waves. Yep. Yeah. Go out on a dolphin watching boat. Amazing. Jump in the water. Yep. Go and see the seals at Chinaman's Hat. Go see the penguins in St Kilda Pier. Yes. Obviously do not shove cameras on selfie sticks into <laughs> their burrows, though, people. Seriously. I can't oh, believe people do that. No, I didn't know people do that. Yes. Yeah, there was Awful. a big thing on Facebook about people doing that. Oh, I'm dear. like. I, I understand your connection with nature, but you're going about it the complete wrong way. Oh, people. So what's your favourite thing to do at Christmas with the family? I just like hanging out with the family. Yeah. So I'm, I grew up in Tasmania, so oh, often beautiful. on Christmas Day we would, you know, eat way too much, of course. Of course, but we're going to work on that this year. We are going to work <laughs> on that this year. <laughs> and then in the afternoon we might all drive down to the local beach and go for like a nice long stroll. Oh, that sounds so amazing. nice. Yeah. yeah. What do you, what's your favourite thing to do? So we, my brothers and my dad usually play golf in the afternoon oh, on Christmas nice. Day. I'm not going to say which golf course because it is closed on Christmas Day, but um, <laughs> they usually play golf. We have the Christmas Cup. And then my mum and I usually sit down and come up with a big to-do list for oh. the next year. All the things we want to try and get done. So you start making your New Year's resolutions. Yeah, on Christmas Day after yep. a few drinks. And so have, have it, you achieved them this year? I'm very good with the writing down of the goals. Yep. The completion of the goals Goal is, is my issue. Yeah, the goal setting is at New Year's yeah. is really, yeah, and it's so a challenge. last Christmas I was like, you know what, in 2019 I'm going to get 40 scuba dives done because I just don't go in the water as yep. often as I used to. And? Um, eight. 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 Well, that's... And only two of them are in Victoria. <laughs> well, that's not bad. 
but it's a start. Exactly. I, I almost reached 25%. <laughs> Look, it's a, over one every two months. Yeah, exactly. So I think I need to make them more achievable and I've got to reach out to my dive buddies again and go, this year, this is what I want to do. Yep. Let's completely forget Christmas. Let's spend Christmas going, right, on these dates, we're going to go out diving. Yep. And maybe next year, 10 Aim for 10. You're right. If I set the bar really low, I'll be like, look at that. I smashed it. Yeah. I'm just going to keep going. Yeah. <laughs> so have you always enjoyed the ocean then as a family? Uh, we have. So um, they've always been a family of sailors. I actually oh, really okay. don't like sailing. Oh, right. <laughs> yes, I know. But the rest of my family were always on the ocean. Um, but I've always enjoyed being on beaches. and. Okay. Um, I'm generally really interested. I haven't been diving before, though, so ah, that's maybe, maybe, you know, hint, hint, Christmas list. That could be your listening. thing for next year. <laughs> exactly. I don't recommend learning in Melbourne in the middle of winter. i got mild hypothermia. Oh, well, look, I'm a Tasmanian. Some, oh, well, of course, good point. <laughs> You'll be fine then. It'll be toasty warm. Exactly, yeah. Well, we... Used to go to the beach occasionally as kids, but my mum has never been a strong swimmer. She only mm. learned to swim when I was five or six. It wasn't very big in her family. Um, and because of that, I'd go in the water, but I always liked to go where I could stand up at the beach because sometimes those waves, like I'd watch my friends during the bodyboarding and I'm like, that just scared me. I didn't want to get dumped onto the ocean. And the ocean waves here in Victoria, you know, the ocean beaches are, can be kind of terrifying. Yeah, exactly. So You've if you're taking your family before. down there, yeah. please swim between the flags. Um, the lifeguards are there for a reason. They want to make sure everyone's safe. Um, my fear, though, wasn't the rips because I wasn't really going out far enough. Um, my fear was the seaweed. Oh, yeah. yeah. The old seaweed wrapped around your legs. Yeah. I had a fear of all the animals the seaweed was going to be hiding and they were yeah. going to come out and they were going to bite my legs off. Yeah. And have, um, have you dealt with your fear of seaweed as a diver? On my first scuba dive a... in the ocean, which was actually a present from my parents. Uh, no. I got down to about 12 metres, the seaweed wrapped around my legs, and I shot straight to the surface, <laughs> which is a complete no-no for scuba diving. Oh, of course. Um, and that's when I had to admit to my instructor that I had a fear of seaweed, <laughs> which at this point I'd kept hidden. And no, now, I, now I'm not fearful of it. That's good. Now, because I know weedy sea dragons are hiding in there yeah. and octopus are hiding in there. Maybe and that's the yeah, that's the way to do it. Just yeah. find about, about the really interesting things yeah. that are living in there. Exactly. So if you've got young kids in the family, expose them to nature so it's yeah. not this scary thing. My nephew is six months old, hasn't been – well, I don't know if he's been in the ocean yet. He just got back from Bali. Oh. Yeah, holiday in Bali. Beautiful He's probably for him. been in the pool. Yeah, he has been in the pool. He loves the water. He loves splashing. Amazing. So already I'm like, right, when can Auntie Heather give him his first snorkel kit? When can mm. Auntie Heather get him into scuba diving lessons? Like I'm already planning really far ahead for him because I think if you get out into nature, it's just it resets me. Yeah. I just feel refreshed and I can take on the world again. You can do a rock pool trip with him. There's some great rocky platforms well, around the coast. Maybe he can't walk. Oh, but well, once you know. he can walk, once he yes, can I'm walk. thinking rock pools. Yeah. Yeah, particularly down at Ricketts Point. Go there are some amazing touching stuff Touching some seaweeds. Yes. Maybe see if we can avoid the seaweed fear. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Show him the sea anemones and yep. sea stars. Well, unfortunately... That does bring us to the end of the show this week. So if you are out there planning your Christmas gifts, again, please just be mindful of overconsumption. We really don't need to buy as many presents as we can. A lot of people would just love to spend time with loved ones this season. 
So thank you for joining us. And next week is going to be our last week before we take a break for the summer. So make sure you tune in and enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Bye. listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.